Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The End Credits, the podcast where two brothers discuss their thoughts on a film of their choosing. I'm Dominic. I'm Jonathan. And today we are talking about Bong Joon-ho's South Korean black comedy thriller, Parasite. Parasite was released on November 8th, 2019, and it had a runtime of 132 minutes, and it stars Son Kang-ho, Lee Shun-kun, Cho Young-hung, and Choi Woo-sik. I hope I pronounced those names correctly, because like it's, ter- it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not the best at it at all. Greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan. So first off, uh, just like with any other film, mm-hmm. um, Major spoilers, because like I feel as if, especially no, I feel like in every film we watch, uh, in this one for sure, we're not gonna like really go down, break down every scene just for like a summary. It's just kind of like okay, we realize um, we need to talk about certain stuff only because I feel like that's like the the essence of the film, right? And I feel like we had to skip through that to that basically mm, because yeah. like yeah, without looking at it full picture. It's gonna be impossible to talk about. So no, I agree. obviously, you know, uh, if you haven't seen this film, you know, go watch it. You know, on yeah. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, whatever you have to do, uh, go watch it before you listen to this podcast because there's gonna be major spoilers. I think this is like our the the newest film that we've actually talked about, 2019. Yeah, 2019 film. I think I think it is. Yeah. I think all of it's literally been almost in like the last century. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. Um. So I watched the film uh, prior to watching it for the podcast, and I think, and like I told you, I like the film. Um, I like the film better a second time around. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that I just caught some more things that I didn't notice from the first viewing, and I think that's I think that's so normal. I think that we typically. Um, I just think with anything, you watch something or you listen to something for the first time and you may just miss some things. And I think that especially with film, it's okay to maybe not or maybe to dislike a film the first viewing. And then if you continue to watch it, you discover more mm-hmm. and then you realize, okay, I see I see how this is um and I'm not just referring to this film, but I'm just saying that you start to pick up on more things and you start to realize and understand what the message was. And um, I do think that maybe it did happen to me with this film where I went into it and I think um, there was other things that I had missed that I think were important and I think that I gained more appreciation towards it now when I watch it this second time. Yeah, I definitely like uh, going in. I thought this film was completely different. Like, I did too. Like yeah. uh, just by the name too, and if you ever see like the the promotional art or like the cover of it, 
like I thought it was going to be some sort of um, like a, in the horror genre, the mystery genre, like something like that, you know. But this is a like a black comedy thriller, which uh, in my mind, it, you know, lean, leans heavily in, especially at the beginning, you know, towards the comedy uh, pos- uh, positions. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, 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 I like threw me as like I wasn't for sure like where this was going to go. Until like you know later on, right? And that was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. I guess just to see that sort of, uh, you get this like initial impression just by the, you know the, the look of it, yeah. But it actually is in another uh, way, you know, and right? That's like crazy to me. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like the beginning of the film was able to capture a completely different um, tone than what the rest of the film is made out to be. And I like that. I think that we weren't even able to quite know where it was actually heading because it felt so normal in the beginning. Um, like we get the family and we have these like comedic moments. It's very just like we're just learning about the family and it's slow and I like that. It actually reminds me a lot of Halloween where we don't, um, even though it's like a completely different film, it we don't really get a sense of where the film is heading or we don't really get like this, like, you know, crazy moments or anything like that because it's just so normal and it's establishing character and the story. And, um, I think parasite did that well. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not like an adventure movie, you know, where we have like, okay, we need to go get this object because, save the world right you know dot you know whatever yeah. whatever uh it's not that sort of thing where we, we have this like objective scenario where it's clearly laid out it's like okay we're here in this reality and a certain situation happens but we don't really know where the situation is leading and yeah yeah i guess also in that in that uh, realm I guess, yeah, when, when I first, I knew nothing about it when we, uh, like, suggested it to be in the podcast. Yeah. I literally knew nothing about it besides seeing the cover. Mm-hmm. And just by judging from this, the cover, I did not get that, like, feeling at the beginning. It's like, oh, how is this supposed to lead to this? Where are we going here? And stuff like that. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I do want to say, though, with, uh, you know, where it leads, because this is, a, like, a black comedy. It reminds me of, like, um, um, early Simpsons. Where it's kind of like, it's this comedic style with this presentation of this family, but there's also like serious undertones right. like in the uh, actual messages, what they're trying to convey. So like, uh, but obviously movie form, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I actually think it's kind of like that, uh, you know, after seeing the film, it's it's it has like this deeper rootedness, but it's also like shown in this funny way for you know, for whatever reason, right? Just maybe to catch you off guard, maybe I think to so, lighten yeah. up some stuff to be more, not as harsh, maybe to show you some uh, possible uh, reality. I don't know. There's multiple, uh, you know, solutions or um, ways you can define, you know, what it actually is supposed to be. A black comedy, I mean. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it reminded me of that. Uh, now thinking about it, like, oh, yeah, it's it's in that realm. And in, in some ways, it's trying to be uh, innovative in that mind because yeah. it's it's trying to do something like that. 
and I really enjoyed it. Like it's when we start to learn about the family and then what they're doing you know, with uh, versus these uh, rich people that they go work for, basically. Like they kind of like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, trick them, deceive them into thinking that they are um, these professionals, I guess, in whatever realm, you know, like an art teacher, a tutor, or uh, a driver, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And, uh, and it's kind of like... Uh, you got on their side just because of right. you know their situation of living and uh, stuff like that. But you also saw some like, oh, uh, it's possibly wrong to you know do this to these people who seemed okay, you know. Yeah. But like, uh, I would say like, um, it was funny and interesting to like really like engage in the scenarios that were shown, you know. Right. Where like, oh, how are they gonna get uh, everybody's job involved? How are they gonna? you know, take out some other person from the equation and stuff like that. It was really interesting to like, okay, here's where like these comedy bits and you're like all for it. Yeah. But by like, uh, I feel like uh, there was like this turning point when they eventually like see this uh, whole basement scenario. That's where like stuff got into like uh, full gear where it's like, okay, okay, uh, enough with the comedy bits, you know, yeah. this, this is, uh, this is uh, a stepping up to the seriousness, you know. Yeah, um, I do want to go back and I want to talk about when we are like when we're with the family and we do, um, you know, follow them along on, you know, trying to get those basically to work for these people. And like you said, I like what you said that uh, I felt similarly where we're watching them obtain these positions and understanding their living situation. It's not great as we learned in the beginning of the film. And like you said, I was also for them. You you are basically immediately on their side because you want them to, you know, you want them to be able to have better and being able to have like a, a good job. That way they were able to, you know, um, afford maybe, you know, better things. And so like we're on their side and everything. And like that, that was like great and all. And I feel like, for me, I thought that the, yeah, obviously, like, we have that turning point when we learn about the basement and whatnot. I kind of felt like my turning point came when they were um, trying to figure out a way to remove the, the maid from the house. And Oh, you're talking turning point with the family? I was talking turning point. I mean, like, t- I, when I say turning point, mine was, like, uh, from the comedy shift to oh, the okay. seriousness shift, not uh, actual perspective on the family. Because for me, actually... Oh. Uh, I never lost uh, on their side oh, personally, but like uh, we could talk about that. Well, um, I think the turning point for the family. So yeah, let's take that in perspective. The turning point for the family came for me when they were coming up with a plan to get rid of the maid. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, I was thinking to myself, um, the maid obviously the maid hasn't done anything wrong, and nor has the these, um, the rich people, nor have they done anything wrong either. Um, directly, they haven't done anything wrong directly, um, and we'll get into that later. But anyway, so they don't ha- they haven't really done anything wrong directly, right? So in my head, I'm like, I don't think. Yes, I understand that the, these people's living situation and it's it, it sucks. I felt like the moment when they tried getting rid of the maid, it didn't feel right anymore. 
and I didn't feel extremely comfortable with what they were planning to do, which was get rid of her. And they were doing it in such a way where they were brought out. Um, she had like a an, an allergic reaction to peaches. And, you know, it was a pretty bad allergic reaction to the point where it seemed like if it were bad enough, it could kill her or it could at least do, you know, quite a bit of damage. Um, so when they were basically like using that to her, to their advantage, it's, it, I didn't feel good about that. It didn't make me feel good about the family. And I was starting to change a little bit with my perspective towards them. Mm. Why not the, uh, the driver then? Um, Is it because they actually put the maid in physical harm? Like, why not? Why was it the maid that triggered it and not the driver or even the, um, the tutoring situation? Because, like, he kind of went uh, against his friend because he knew that the friend liked the tutoring person, uh, the the uh, the daughter, right? Well, so, that hadn't happened yet. That hadn't, hap- that no, hadn't no. happened yet. Yeah, it did. It happened at his first uh, session. It happened before the whole driver scenario, because it was uh, it was at the time when uh, what do they call her Jessica, yeah, uh, when she was getting interviewed, and he went upstairs, and then they had a moment, and then by the oh, time right. after that they went for the driver, and then after that they went for the maid, right? So so like why was it the maid scenario that uh, it's like okay this is this is enough? Well, yeah, pro- probably because when I was because while watching. You're you're not used to the feeling of, um, because there's a point where, and they even talk about this too. This idea of crossing the line is something that comes up okay, quite a yeah. bit in the film, and um, it's somewhat similar to what I'm about to say. But I feel like when we see it from the son, you know, he he gets the tutoring position, and um, then we have his sister coming to the equation, and we're still along for the ride because. It is comedic. It is kind of like it is funny, and we're still there. And I think, um, now that you're bringing it up, I think when I did watch it, I was a little bit uncomfortable with the fact that he was, um, that the the son who was tutoring the rich people's daughter, I did feel uncomfortable that they were kind of like getting into this relationship. Um, personally, I don't think it it wasn't quite because of. Um, the fact that the son only got this position because of his friend who used to be the tutor of this girl, it wasn't because they were establishing a relationship. It was more because like, I was more put off by the age difference personally, because there's a, there's a huge age gap here. So that was what I was a little bit more uncomfortable with. Is there though? I actually don't know. Cause, cause he was pretending to be a college student, wasn't he? No, I think he had already been one. He, I think he technically... From my understanding, I, I could be wrong. Okay. I'm from my understanding, I'm pretty sure he's already past that uh college age. Uh-huh. Um, but looks like he never actually went to a university. Oh, okay. Probably no, due I, to financial reasons. I understand now. So um that was what I was uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like it planted the seeds. And then um his sister came in, Jessica. Uh, that that's not our actual name, but you right, know that's what they called. That's her, what they called her. Presented her as yeah. right. So she came, and then I guess I was still I was also a little off put when she started lying to the the uh, the rich lady, for lack of better words, but the <laughs> you know the her boss at this point, yeah, uh, who 
she was lying to her about her son's condition, saying that he's schizophrenic and due to his uh, art and the things that he paints. So it was a little bit put off already right there. And again, as a, as I said before, once the the and also like the driver stuff, sure. So they were going closer to the line. They were going just, closer okay. to the line, and I think for me, it, I think it, it started really hitting it for me when when they were starting to get rid of the maid, and it wasn't fun anymore. You know, hmm. I think maybe like the first two with the son and, and his sister or the brother and the sister. I think that was like it was still fun. By the time they got rid of the driver, it was getting a little worse. And then I think the it got at its peak with the maid. OK. When they finally like, you know, they had done it and it, it was too much already for me at that point. Yeah. At that point for me, I was just like, OK, this is where the film wants us to go. But like, so then what? You know, that's yeah. why I was like. Uh, I understand, like, obviously, you know, these are actual people's lives and, you know, they're getting ruined or whatnot. Right, but like, uh, right. I guess I was able to take myself out from the uh, realistic scenarios to where I was wanting to know, okay, so the film showed me these scenarios, which obviously we see throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about these scenarios are going to add to uh, to it so that you actually made a film about it to show to us, right? Yeah. Cause like, okay, that's why I was like, yeah, okay. So we did this now where we're going and what we're going to do. That's where I was interested in. So like, right. it wasn't for me, it wasn't like, oh, uh, it didn't cross the line or ever like put my situation where like, okay, I'm not behind these characters anymore. Like I knew, I knew they needed to do this for their own survival. You know, I saw it from their perspective cause we were shown, you know, their, uh, their perspective. Right. Uh, so I was like, okay, these are just. I put it off as like okay, secondary characters. Right. Now that's let's, okay. let's just move on and yeah. then, you know let's see where we're gonna go. And again, we're uh, we're gonna um, eventually lead to. So yeah, I didn't really think it was crossing the line. Obviously, like I was like, yeah, okay, this is a, it, because it was also added with the comedy too. I didn't really take it seriously because you know we had like a really. Um, I was at comedic moments and like, uh, okay, this is like a little overboard of, uh, you know, when they sprinkle like peach dust everywhere, they go take a selfie this way. I was like, oh, come on. You know, it was a little bit like, uh, yes, they're pulling off this like espionage type of mission, you know, but like, uh, it was wrapped in comedy to like, I guess cloud the fact that what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. The harshness of what they were doing. So yeah, I, you know, because obviously, again, in this movie scenario, I put myself out of it. It's like, okay, obviously, we need this to happen, quote unquote. Yeah. Now we're going. Honestly, when I watched it for the first time, I was surprised that they were getting away with it, if we want to call it that, or they were succeeding in their plan. And because there was a feeling in me that I thought that there was going to be a point where they would fail somewhere, where right. they wouldn't be able to get. The, the made out of the equation or the driver, perhaps. So w- when they actually, you know, they all got in, mm-hmm. let's call it that. Um, I was I was surprised because I was like, okay, like you, I thought to myself, okay, now where do we go? And what is what happens now is like it can't be like this forever, right. and it won't be perfect. I'm also surprised in just how fast and how easy it seemed to get in. Like yeah. uh, again. I was trying to figure out what are we going to be shown in this film? What's the main thing, you know, whatever that I was like, oh, whoa, okay. They immediately got through it. It wasn't like some sort of struggle 
to get in, quote unquote, yeah. in these positions. It was like, okay, we got there and we're not even halfway through the movie yet, you know? You're right, yeah. So it was uh, what was like a, like a, what I call the turn of the movie, you know, is where the shift of when the maid comes back. The original housekeeper. The, yeah, the original um, housekeeper slash maid comes back. That was like, okay. It was an interesting scenario. I was wondering, like, why did she come back? I was thinking in my head uh, she was plotting against them immediately. Like, okay, I, I figured out who you guys are, and I'm going to, you know, show whatever. Yeah. But then the fact that we were shown this other location because they're like she went into this basement area and we're like like where is this and whatnot you know and seeing that my mind was like uh spinning in other scenarios where i was like okay okay whoa, whoa, whoa. it's actually the rich people this is what i thought originally you know when they were starting to huddle oh, down there yeah yeah i was thinking oh my gosh this is the rich people actually uh pulling something on the uh poor people like poor people right uh the main characters um because I was like, oh, my God, do they have, like, people down there? You know, are they, like, uh, uh, kidnappers and stuff like that? Do they keep people hostage, you know, down there? That's why my mind was, you know, like, scrambling, you know? Yeah. Are these people, they seem like they're getting fooled by all this uh, scenario that our main characters are uh, going through? Yeah. Are they actually using them? And I was like, oh, my God, you <laughs> know, what's happening? I did think that as well. That's in my mind where I was like, okay, this is getting darker than what it actually is supposed to be. Yeah. But then it... it, it it was another way, but like not to that extent. Where I thought right. that was gonna get that was gonna get creepy, and like I didn't want to see a bunch of people down there, you know, like yeah. uh, you know, not living the best life, right? Like, you know, you, you know, when that scene happened, I thought even watching it a second time, I noticed it the first time around, but I noticed it more this second time around, of like that moment when we go through the basement and we're going through this secret bunker that's um, underneath the basement. Mm-hmm. Do uh, you notice how fast the camera moves down the hallway and it doesn't even give us a chance to um, like take it slow? Right. And I feel like, uh, um, no offense to a Western film or like an American film, I just think that they would have like drawn it out completely. And I think they would have drawn out that moment. And the fact that we just went straight down to the bunker and we didn't have any time to like, you know, take it slow. We just went, turn the corner, we rounded like each corner so quickly that we just didn't even have time to think and we were almost fearful for what was uh, right. down there. And I think it depends on what you wanted to convey. Yeah. Like with the, like you said, the fastness of it, it was like scrambling, like, okay, uh, we're getting pushed to a scenario where we don't want to see basically. Yeah. And it's like, we immediately assumed the worst and we didn't get a chance to like settle down. Right. And if we did, uh, take it slow we could have settled down possibly maybe we could have uh um it would have changed the whole moment i think oh yeah it it really just depends on what you want to convey and uh how you want to strategize it but yeah i do think like it was a great uh a great um intention to yeah immediately go super quick so you know we didn't have a chance to like we immediately just wanted to cover our eyes basically right i think it did it right i think that moment was great because i feel like more often than not, a, a scene like that would be rushed, or not rushed. It would be it would be drawn out. So the fact that we kind of like rushed it, but for the right reasons, um, it it made the scene. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then we learn. Um, it was interesting to learn that basically this housekeeper, the original housekeeper, was in the same situation as our main characters, 
where, uh, as she put it, they are her, her husband's down there, who's been down there for four years because we learned that um, the house was originally built by some architect. And when the transition happened with these new people who live there, um, in between that time, she had her, she hit her husband down in that that um, bunker, and he's been there ever since. And uh, I was like, I was surprised to see that she was in that same situation as the main characters. I was really surprised to see that, and I was like, oh man, now. Like my my feelings earlier from feeling like oh, I didn't like the fact that the family was pulling off these things to get rid of these people and the, and get the positions, and then when I saw this, now I was really like against them because I was like I felt that I didn't even expect this at all to see that she was in that same position and her husband was down here, mm-hmm. and I felt like oh man this is this is even worse because they. It's like a it's like a reflection of themselves, and I'm like, they should have uh, like my prediction was when I watched this, and I was thinking, well, now the main characters are gonna have some kind of sympathy for her, right? Because they are also in this position to a certain extent, and I was like, I, I would think they would have some sympathy, sympathy, and I was honestly kind of surprised that they didn't. Um. So, uh. It's kind of like a different scenario, though, I would say, where, like, um, wasn't the husband wanted, though, from the police? That's the whole reason why she hit him down there, because it was a safe place. And obviously, she they had no uh, home besides there, because they couldn't afford it just with uh, the, her salary anyway. But, so, but keep in mind, the husband's not a criminal, because they mentioned that he used to work at this... Uh, or maybe I'm interpreting it wrong, but I thought that he worked at some cake shop. Where the the one of our main characters, the dad, he also worked at that same one, or he had worked at a similar one. So they both came from the same place, and I think it was just a matter of the. I think the cake shop. This is what I thought. This is what I interpreted. Okay. That cake shop screwed them, and then they were out of a job because they thought. I thought this is what I thought. I thought that they thought that that was legitimate work, and then the cake shop up and left them left them out of work. They couldn't pay for their things anymore. So they went into debt and they couldn't re- they couldn't repay those things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I sure. interpreted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like the and the, you, I didn't even but notice th- this. They're still wanted for that debt though, technically. Right, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah, yeah, in my was, opinion, it it's not their, their f- yeah, yeah, it right, their it's fault. Right, it's not their fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and even I even I didn't even catch this on this um scene. When they were when she was describing that whole situation, they actually had a close up of the of our main character for the the dad, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't even notice that because they were trying to link the two, and I didn't even pick up on that. And um, right, so that was good. Uh, I w- I wouldn't say I wasn't I was I was I okay. I thought there was like a a scenario where they could have helped each other, but it actually makes I think more sense that they didn't. Why? It's because like. Uh, uh, they're both survivalists, you know. It's because they already did this to this family, right? Yeah. There is no like point where like they wouldn't do it to like another person because they literally had nothing. So like uh, the fact is, I think they're a little bit like 
they had to be a little bit selfish in order to survive just with the situation or the the, the cards that they were dealt. Right. So, like, I think it makes more sense, honestly, for them to... And it was, it's not like they even had, like, a, a really a choice because of uh, they slipped on the on the stairs. So, like, a decision was made for them, technically. But, like, I understand the scenario where they would have just immediately, you know, got rid of them because it's, like, it's a liability, you know? Like, yeah. if I know them, they're there, I have to make sure that, um, that they... I had to trust them enough to basically uh, not take me out in the same scenario, right? Yeah. Even right. though they thought they were good people immediately at the beginning. Yeah. But uh, I see that scenario where they could have thought it's just another piece to handle, really. And as, as harsh as that may seem, uh, you got to just see the reality of where everyone's at. Right, because like I was saying I was since I was surprised that the family didn't have sympathy on uh, the on the original housekeeper and her husband. On the flip side, like you just mentioned, the original housekeeper and the husband, after the other family had fell down the stairs, they didn't have sympathy on them. So, like in like right. you're saying, it is this idea of you know it's the they're they're both survivors in their own respective ways, and it's a uh, it's a uh, survival of the fittest which is it's sad it's sad when it's it, like, sad. it gets to that point yeah so but yeah i understand where you're coming like, from yeah it's sad because like technically like uh if everybody would calm down you know but it's like a lot it's it's the lack of trust that causes this conflict to right. happen and, and it's understandable it's yeah it's it happens you know obviously in the real world so um yeah, that's that's just the path we happen to go in the story. Yeah, but yeah, it just gets like very dramatic here. I was surprised though, like uh, they didn't rush him immediately, you know, just because like yeah, they hit, they had they had like the hit the send button, but the fact that once they went up top to uh, you know like the upstairs, uh, yeah, upstairs to like uh, calm down and everybody was just holding their hands up. Yeah, you know the fact that they were recording on like. Rush them, you know. Just this is a chance they they can't oh. hit the send button, and the fact that they did do it in this like another like comedic slow motion moment. Oh right, it was like one hilarious, but two is like finally you know uh, we got some action here. You yeah, know, to 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 further along. Well, yeah, yeah. When it just added this like level of uh, or after it added this level of like Albert Hitchcock suspense <laughs> in the sense where mm-hmm. we did hear that. Um, the family was coming back, the rich family, after like the storm happening and like the camping trip just didn't go well. Right. And they're like, oh, we're, we're going to be coming back in eight minutes, you know? And like, honestly, everyone should have been a little bit, had like a backup plan, you know? But like, yeah. Uh, obviously, this is not a perfect <laughs> scenario. So, you know, they had to scramble basically. This right. is where it's like, I'm surprised they even got anywhere near the level of, uh, uh, I guess they got away with it again scenario, yeah. but uh, it was like a, it was an intense moment just to see just uh, where they would go and uh, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I was like, how are you supposed to fix this afterwards and, and you know, everything like that. I did like this whole scene. Like it was, it was intense and the suspense was, was good and whatnot. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Then, then we hit like another, like another serious 
you know, serious moments in the film when they finally do escape the house. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually want to go back to one more scenario because like, obviously, uh, uh, they have to hide everything and hide everybody. Uh, but like uh, there was one scenario where it's like, oh shoot. Cause obviously we knew, or at least I think you, you wouldn't like um, uh, you would like uh, predict what happened basically. I, I'm saying this in like the realm, like I've seen, we've seen a lot of like TV shows and stuff like that. Just uh, stuff happens. Right. I'm thinking like the uh, scenarios and like survival to this uh, to this uh, movie like what do these characters have to do so I thought by this point they're going to have to get rid of these people uh, from uh, from the underground the, the previous maid and her husband yeah. that's where my mind was going like again I don't want this to happen obviously if this was a real world scenario but in this movie scenario you're like they have to go with you know they have to go through this uh, to do that and I didn't know if these characters were ready to like make that jump, and then right here, just in this little bit, we got like a tease to where uh, uh, eventually the maid comes back up, and then oh, the, right. the 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 mom or the new maid kicks her down, you know, and yeah. like accidentally like quote unquote uh, drops her down the stairs, and uh, she has like this whole head concussion. It's like, oh man, did she kill her right there? Like, yeah, it was like uh, another moment of like. Uh, we're reaching new heights to where uh, we originally thought this is just a funny lightheartedness. Like everything was a joke, and right? Yeah. But like now we're getting to, we're affecting uh, real life scenarios. Yeah. And to, yeah, to be honest, I'm still surprised that even at, at this point, you were still with the family. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, yeah, because definitely at that point, I definitely wasn't for sure. I was definitely on, a, on the flip side of. This is not right. It obviously isn't, but like uh, again, I think just because one, they're the main characters; two, they're in this comedic setting, and three, um, maybe you also just saw where they came from. All those elements combined together, you're like, okay, uh, you gave uh, at least I gave him a little bit, like, um, um. I gave them a little bit of benefit of the doubt, you know, like oh. okay, uh, they're gonna they're gonna do something else, I guess, you know. Weird. Our gauges are very different. <laughs> Again, I, it's a uh, it uh, could be just a movie scenario too, but yeah, Perhaps. yeah, it, it wasn't like uh, I didn't think they were bad people. I think it was more they were forced in the scenario. Right. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think they were bad people either. I just thought that. It wasn't right, but I didn't. I didn't necessarily consider right. them to be like, oh, it's you know, they're they're bad people. It was just more about it's like like I've said before. It's more about like that gray area, in my opinion, that there's these different things, and then things never get solved. Anyway, um, oh, and yeah, then so getting back to that um, that next serious scene, we get this moment where. They they finally escape the house and they return to their own place only to find it basically, you know, um, submerged in water or in, in sewage water. Yeah. And waste. And and that, this part's like this part really hits in my opinion. Yeah. I thought this part was like a very emotional scene to see their whole their whole um, you know their whole lives really kind of just destroyed from. And their home destroyed from uh, um, 
this this leak of apparently that you know uh, submerged their entire house and um, they basically lost everything. Right, their their they lost everything. Their whole house was submerged in water. And they're basically just trying to ga- gather any kind of belongings they can for that night. And they're basically like spent to this point because, you know, they had to escape from that, from yeah. the house. And they had to like, you know, run all the way back to their place in the pouring rain. And then they realized the sewage. And it was just all a, a bad, a bad night. Uh, very bad. And um, it also leads me to my favorite scene of the film um, soon after when we see them. Oh, are you, you going ahead now? Yeah. Okay. I actually want to stop on this okay, uh, the scene because um, I think here's the the scenario where it finally feels right technically because ten- you've seen that they were able to you know get through this all these scenarios perfectly quote unquote and uh, here is the moment in the film where you feel like the main characters have to lose something in order to gain something sort of scenario where this is their quote-unquote punishment for the stuff that they had to do and uh yeah yeah i i think that uh this was a definitely like an impactful scene when first watching it and uh yeah yeah this is where i'm like okay we're we're leveling out and uh again here's another scenario where um because they seen this stuff how are they going to go forward and presenting this new uh, ideas. Right. There was even an irony to this too, because we get more attention. Um, like more attention is given to that, that, that stone that the, um, one of the main characters received from his friend. Mm -hmm. And if you remember the stone reflects and supposed is supposedly is supposed to bring material wealth to anyone who who carries it, and uh, I th- I thought back um, when I watched it that first time, when like the rock, I think it, I think that stone just like came out from like the water or something like that, and 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 he picks it up, mm-hmm. and at, at that point you're just kind of like, you you know like you kind of realize like uh what ma- like uh, what materialistic things like does. Or like it's not the source of happiness, you know. Mm-hmm. Or at least that those kind of thoughts came through my mind, and um, that you know, like having like a big house or like having like all these things, like it doesn't ultimately doesn't really matter. And um, that those kind of ideas hit me in that scene. Um, so yeah, um, and then for me, we get to my favorite scene where. You see all these people because it wasn't just uh, their house that got submerged. It was uh, that whole neighborhood for them. And all these people are sleeping in a gym. And we have like this, uh, you know, this close moment between the father and the son. And they talk about like the ideas of or like, you know, they talk about the ideas of, of plans because the the dad had said that he had a plan for what they were going to do with the people in the basement. And. The son asks him about like you know like oh what was your plan, and I love I love the scene where the father says you know uh, the best plan of all is to not have a plan because uh, when you have a plan life doesn't always work out that way, and the easiest way to have like uh, the easiest way to go about life is to have no plans because then it can never go wrong, and that was that was like sad that was sad because like in one way like he's he is right. 
And no matter like what you do, um, it's, if it doesn't go to your plan, you're going to feel unhappy. Um, and it it was just kind of like this moment where you hear those words and it does hit you in a certain way and you can reflect it to your own life. And, um, I thought it was an impactful scene, but not just because of like, not just because of the words and not just because of what was going on with their own situation, but I think it could be applied to everyone. And I think, because I think everyone in some point in their lives has gone through a plan that didn't go to plan and you can semi relate to it, but I think it just, it hurts a lot more when you realize that they're just, there are people who don't even have the luxury of planning and that's really unfortunate and it's sad. Yeah, it definitely has like some real world like aspects to it. Like you said, you know, some people just don't even get that opportunity. I would say though, like, um, I wasn't like the biggest fan of the scene only because like I kind of I understand uh, the scenario right but I'm I'm more in like the boat where like uh, I think you have to maybe you don't I don't like entirely agree with the the statement you know Mm. just because like it it just it's about like a gauge of uh, what you want I think because like sure. it comes, it's like this whole idea of like, you know, like knowledge is power sort of scenario, but sure. like possibly with that power, you could be like, or that knowledge, you could be cursed because you know certain things. Right. Would you rather be, you not know and be happy because you don't know the full picture? Or would you rather uh, know the full picture, but be unhappy because you start to realize certain things aren't as glamorous maybe as they you know seem to be mm-hmm. so it comes to like you know, that whole like uh question of philosophy you know right like um yeah yeah and, and like i think there's like i think you have to at least try to find a balance i don't think it's like i think since you're at least given and op- like the opportunity to be here, I think you should at least try. In my opinion, I, I know it's it's a little bit like, but in my opinion, though, like who's who's saying that they haven't tried? I know, I know. That, clearly, that, that, they have. It's not a. It's not a. No, no, no. I I mean that. Uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the problem with that though, because like, what qualifies as trying and what you know doesn't qualify as you know whatever, right? It's just more like uh, I don't know if you should, or at least I don't like the idea of just riding the wave, if that makes sense. Right, but I mean, the thing is, though, who's saying that they don't... Because my belief is, who's to say that they uh, they don't... Maybe they don't like it either. He probably doesn't like that either, but the thing is, like I'm saying, he does not have the luxury of even planning because because plans... He he can't he can't plan because they don't have anything. So that's what that's what I'm trying to say is that I think that they they don't even get that they don't even get that chance to be able to plan. They can't they can't do that. And and I think that uh you know that that's what that's what strikes me as unfortunate because they 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 can't choose they can't decide like they they want to I'm sure but I think that their situation is so bad that. They can't get out of it. I know, I know. It's like, uh, it's tough because like, uh, it's not like a, a blanket, concrete answer to 
uh, stuff. I'm not saying that they, again, I'm not saying they didn't try or whatnot, but I would like to believe, okay, that that the, um, again, uh, it, it, it's, it's tough to talk about because, like, right. it's not like, uh, like I said, it's a concrete thing to where, like, you can you can be right in all scenarios because I'm sure there's, like, a, there's a, 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 a bad scenario where it happens, right? But, like, I yeah. don't know. In, in my mind, I'm, like, uh, I would rather, at least for me, I would I would try to 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 uh, fight back at all costs. I guess, in my mind, I'm I'm in I'm in the I'm in the uh, scenario where like uh, I refuse to believe that this is it. You know, sure. I I, I understand sure. things get bad. I understand that like uh, in my own scenario, if I, it's it's totally perfectly reasonable to go into this state of that state of mind. Mm-hmm. Right, I I totally understand. Yeah, but uh, um, I don't know. Like uh, maybe just where I am today, you know. Like I I, I want to believe that uh, if stuff did ever happen that scenario to like my own life, I would want to at least uh, I refuse to believe that that's a scenario. You know, like a, a scenario where uh, I I guess I just refuse to like allow that to. To happen, I guess. Not to say that I'm, you know, going to their position, right? I'm, I'm saying to like, uh, uh, that can't be the end, I guess, you know? Yeah, no, I, I understand. I kind of think though, it goes back to your ideas of, it goes back to your ideas of knowledge. And when you know, when you know something, uh, like you, like you're saying, like it, it can either be a situation where it's ignorance is bliss, or you have the knowledge, but then now you're unhappy about it. And I think personally that I just think that um, there is a point. I believe that there is a point where where it's not possible to get out of. I I, I think that uh, I think there's a point where like people can't continue fighting anymore. And it sucks. And then that, that's what I just, I think that's why it hit me so hard because I, I felt, like I said, not only just like the words, but I think I just thought about, you know, certain situations with um, other people and and people like r- actually go through that. And it, it was definitely like my favorite scene because like it's just, it's too real, but it needs to be. It needs to be because I think people want... I think everyone wants to have like a, everyone wants to live com- comfortably and whatever comfortably means for them, you know, that that's okay. And I, and it's just extremely sad when, um, people never even get close to even choosing, not even getting to the point of even having the opportunity to plan and, uh, not even having the opportunity to fight. So it's, uh, it was a, it was a real moment and it's um yeah like a definitely like a scene that i was like um hit the entire rest of the way for the rest of the film so yeah um also at this point what was kind of interesting like when they were having that talk the the son actually apologizes and at first i was kind of like why is he apologizing for the situation and then i thought i thought that i was like oh yeah Technically, everyone's in this situation because of him. 
I'm not saying that I'm not blaming him. I'm not blaming him for any of this stuff because um, um, I thought back to the beginning. I thought to myself, I just wanted them. I wanted to see them succeed. I wanted to see that. And uh, obviously, like it kind of turned the situation turned sour, you know, fast. And I was like, oh, like, you know, they're all in the situation due to what had happened before. And he said he claims that he wants to, like, you know, fix it. And, you know, he's going to he's going to figure it out. And I was like, huh, like that was like kind of an interesting thing. And um, also like kind of reflected on just the ideas of responsibility and um, ownership for being able to say, uh, you know, like, you know, look at the situation and understand that um, I put you in this position, but in a way I kind of felt like maybe the son was taking it too hard on himself. Um, but I understand where he was coming from because ultimately, yes, he did get his family into the situation in, in a way, right? Um, so I was like, huh, I wonder what he's going to do now. Cause I was interested with, I was interested in his character and what he was planning to do, especially with the fact that he was like gripping the stone and like what he, what he wants to do now. And he, and at that point, like, I felt like he was like, at that point I felt like he was like lost. Like I felt like we had this absolute shift in his character where he was no longer like, um, you know, like. He was kind of like no longer scheming anymore. Like he kind of like saw the situation for what it is and now he needs to fix it. And he doesn't want, he doesn't want to get further down and he wants to correct it. I could tell. And, uh, I thought it was crazy is that like everyone ends up like kind of getting back to the house with like after this whole like crazy night. Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. So you you thought he, I'm still, I'm still confused on what you thought his perspective was though. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay. But for for me, it, I was getting these these feelings of he wanted to correct himself. Not necessarily correct himself. I think he just wanted to. Not necessarily for him, for him. I think he. I think he had feelings of he wanted to be able to correct it for not like his his family, but he wanted to correct it for the people who were down in the the basement. He, I could tell that he had this like moment. This is how I interpreted it, at least. He wanted this moment to make it right somehow, but I didn't know what he was going to do about it. Interesting. That's like, like, that's a completely different interpretation of what I thought, maybe. Because, like, uh, I thought that he, it's, it's similar, but like, uh, not to like for everybody. I thought it was a scenario where he was prepared to, uh, lose his sense of self for his family, the people who put he put quote unquote in the situation. So I thought he was with the Rock. He was gonna go murder the people down there in that in that sense. That's what I thought in that scenario oh. where he was prepared to lose him because he he felt that he he got them in that scenario. Okay, he's prepared to go down there, quote unquote. You know. Get rid of them, finish the job, whatever you want to call them. Do bad things oh. so that the the other people could have peace of mind. That's what I thought Oh, from that scenario. That's why I thought the whole rock thing, that's why I thought that was the reason why he went down there. But uh, obviously, he didn't have it in him to do it, I think. Hmm. Wow. 
Because if we go, let's skip forward to the to the whole uh, party scenario, right? And this is the final act scene, whatever. And yeah. he has this conversation with uh, the daughter that he's tutoring, where does he fit in to that whole scenario, which is like yeah. pe- real people having happiness, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. And she thinks, yeah, he does. But for himself, he doesn't believe that, that he deserves this type of a level of happiness or he should have this happiness. And I feel like he's preparing to go the other direction to, for his whole mind because he was about to do a really bad thing. Hmm. That's what I was interpreting this whole situation as Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested in what you thought this whole scenario was about. I, I didn't, I didn't take it that way. Now that I think I'm thinking about it, even when I was watching, I wasn't quite sure why he was taking the stone down to the basement when he was going to go see them. My only thought, my only thought, I don't know. I don't know what was going to happen. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to use it as a weapon. I never thought that. I thought it. I thought so. Interesting. Hmm, Let me think about this for a minute. Yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah, I didn't think I didn't think he was gonna use it as a weapon. My for whatever reason, I don't know why. I had this feeling that he was gonna like gift it to them for what somehow. And and, and <laughs> okay. I don't know how that was gonna make sense, right? Yeah. But uh when he had that conversation with the with the girl, the girl he's tutoring, when he asked about like if he fits in, I think it was this feeling of he he wanted to be like them, and it was really sad the fact that like when he asked her about fitting in, clearly she's too young to understand, and and I, I could tell that uh, she didn't really know what he was talking about, mm. and that was like kind of like sad because of obviously of like what he's been through, you know, these past like or like this, you know, this it was just last night, mm-hmm. and un- understanding like how bad things got. Um, yeah, honestly, I don't know what he was. I didn't. I, I never had a thought about him going down there to to murder them. I thought that he was gonna. I don't know. I don't like again. I don't, I hadn't. I didn't know what he was going to do. I guess I didn't even turn to that, which is interesting that uh, you thought of the that way and interpreted the scene that way. And I could totally see it now that that's what he was probably like planning to do to sacrifice his own like well being to go and finish the job if we want to call it mm. that for the sake of his family to get out of the situation so they can just forget about it and move on and it goes back again to the idea of like you know sort of survival 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 and uh and yeah and, and now that i'm thinking about it now it's all pretty disturbing i mean clearly when he went down there the husband of the original housekeeper kind of went to that level too or he did really when we he when oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. son ends up going down there and uh, you know uh, gets into like an uh, a fight with the uh, the husband and uh, uh, he ends up getting hit with the rock so maybe yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. you know his whole his own plan backfired on him and it happened to him instead. I'm surprised he didn't die there. There I was like, oh man, right. I was sad because it's like, oh man. Oh, yeah. But like obviously you know where the scenario goes, but like right. yeah, I was like, whoa, uh, he's dead already now. And, yeah, uh, that was crazy. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Even like uh, 
even like even more like disturbing to where the fact where we saw it now hit his head because before oh. we just oh it just wasn't fades to black you know right but like no 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 we got to see another shot of it it's like oh okay yeah one's enough i think but whatever yeah and uh yeah yeah because obviously this guy they're about they're going to do the same thing to him again survival uh a thing and uh uh, the wife was already dead because of the concussion, and you know there was no saving her basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you you know he goes out to the birthday party and basically uh, uh, starts a massive murder spree. And uh, here's like a, like this uh, the idea of like positioning two completely opposite things and like you know putting them together. You know this happy party into this uh, you know disturbing scenario here's where like uh um uh like uh, again takes like a huge turning point especially for like uh uh the father of the uh uh of our main characters right and uh uh he had this like what do you think about like the whole scenario where like uh, he talks to the the rich uh father and uh the one he's working for and uh, they have this like conversation, you know. They're they're the Indians behind there, yeah. And uh, uh, they always come to like a certain scenario to where like, uh, oh, you do this because you love uh, your wife, uh, the wife, and like uh, then you know they kind of get mad at each other or whatnot. But like, uh, uh, what do you think about the whole relationship and what that meant? It meant a lot. It, it, it meant it meant a ton, in my opinion, and. Um it, it was uh, one of many times. It was like this wasn't the only one. It, it, um, so I think that this for me, and obviously for him, well, not at this point, but I think it was really close, was the final straw that uh, they had conversations like this before already. And um, it made me really dislike the Nathan Park. Mr. Park, the guy, uh, you know, it's uh, who our main character works for. Mm. Because I think in other moments of the film, you clearly see his character. And when I mean character, I mean, like, not him, but I mean, like, his actual, like, personality and his feelings towards other people. And it was just, uh, we see it throughout the film. And it's slowly, slowly, we get more and we learn more. And it slowly makes us, or at least it did for me, it opens your eyes to realize that this guy, um, he doesn't, I guess the best way I could put it is like he doesn't really like, he doesn't quite feel or he doesn't really care about others. And clearly I think that our main character does. He cares about like his family for one. Mm-hmm. And and it's the it's polar opposites, right? And And I feel like, and I think that's why he always mentioned this whole idea of like, oh, you know, you you love your wife, right? Like we, I think we see, we we heard it like twice, maybe three times, but I, I know for sure twice. And I and I think it's solely because like the our main character believes that he he loves his family and he loves his wife. Um, so when it's almost like this idea of trying to like connect with someone else with these ideas that I think, uh almost everyone should feel towards certain people, especially your loved ones. And when he understands that this guy doesn't feel that same way, and it's more about like, 
uh, business, work, and and uh, self care, and it's not in the it's not in the it's not in like the benefit for, for your your loved ones, and I think and I think it should be, and I think the main character believes that too, and it was like almost the final straw for him because obviously, uh, the entire film that the the main character the father, like just gets like. You know, it's 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 like figural punch after figural punch, like at, like at, throughout the entire film, it's always like him getting knocked down constantly throughout the entire mm. film, and it it hurts, it it hurts a lot. Would like to to watch that happen, and obviously, like the final, the real final straw was when when the the guy who came up from the basement and stabbed everybody. When he when he was stabbed, um, and he was on top of the car keys that Nate the Park needed in order to take his son to the hospital, and when he moved the the, the body, and he clearly didn't like the smell that was coming from the guy, and he didn't even really care about like who that was or or who had just got stabbed and everything, and like the fact that he was dying, and he took like the car keys and he like you know covered his nose because of the smell. That was clearly the last straw for him from seeing this other guy knocked down, not even giving a crap about him, and he's just going off like it didn't even matter. And you 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 felt that intensity that intensity and that tension from our main character. And uh it was it was one moment where you did kind of like where I reversed and you fell for him again. And the fact that you wanted to be on his side and you felt and obviously he did too he felt good about killing the guy and you felt you felt almost good in that way because he got to do it and and uh because of like how awful this other guy was being and um the tension was definitely felt i would say that the whole scenario is like um a scenario of uh because he didn't have anything, you know, he valued others. And while the uh, Park family, uh, Nathan Park, he had everything, but he didn't really value others and just right. the, the value of uh, certain things. And uh, you just saw from the rich and the poor, basically the whole scenario. Yeah. And uh, he was disgusted that a human being wouldn't value another life that for the fact that like, uh, yeah, it's almost as if uh, he expected people to already give him these scenarios. Like, because the guy, you know, dying, he gave everything to basically Nathan Park, but he didn't even know his name, basically. Right. And uh, that sort of thing where Nathan Park already expected these scenarios to, you know, where, oh, yeah, that's just how things are Correct, are supposed yeah. to be because, you know, he had either the power or the money and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And that's the whole, you know, the, the whole disgust of uh uh the thing basically because that's why i think he always asks that question of oh yeah you you know you because you love your you do it because you love your family your wife and stuff like that but uh for him it wasn't about that just because oh it's because i have to for because that's what society basically deemed me because as this head of the household thing to whatever to to do right it's not because of love or whatever that that's why I think uh, he ultimately it's like oh, 
you know, this guy is not human, so let me get rid of him, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, that was a whole, like, uh, another moment where, like, oh, shoot. Even to all the effect where, like, uh, he saw his son basically dead. He saw his uh, daughter already dead, too. Well, so, stabbed and bleeding well, out. You, you knew you knew what was happening, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, those scenarios, it's just like, uh, you know, uh, once those, you know, because he really cared about them, you know, once those things are gone, you know, you can't really blame anybody for, like, doing the things that he did right there. Yeah. And, you know, he just leaving or whatnot and mm-hmm. uh, everything like that. And basically, you know, the film starts to, you know, go to the end where we see um, – him recovered, the son recovered, which in my mind was like surprise, surprise. I'm like, seriously, or like, how you know, I was like, I was like, okay, did the daughter uh live too? But no, uh, uh, she died, and I was like, oh man, that's that's sad too, yeah. Um, and then you know, he does discover that uh, because they were looking for the father, but they right. never found him, and uh, they just he discovers that uh, he's in the bunker that. The original people were down there, and they communicate with this Morse code that they basically allude to at the beginning. Right. But, uh, yeah, then they have this whole, like, letter scenario and what they're going to do and plan to do. You know, he uh, the son plans to get rich just to free his father, basically. Yeah. And so, like, that, that was, like, another sad moment. That was an impactful moment where, like, I was like, oh, man, I'm like, uh, uh, you know, oh, don't, don't cry, don't cry. Substance <laughs> scenarios, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a tough moment because, like, uh, you know, they had to play the long game just for survival, basically. And it's like, yeah, what a what a harsh reality to do, you know, to like, uh, but oh man, just just for the scenario they were going in. And I kind of wish that it kind of ended right there, but then they they come back to the sun again, like, uh, uh, in like the now time, you know, right? Yeah, and it's kind of like, uh, they. Um, how I viewed it, it's more like, uh, that's not the scenario that potentially happened or right. is going to happen yeah. Yeah. because like if it just ended with the, the, they bought everything, you know, and they, they basically got away with it. Yeah. That was like the good ending that we, we you know, I feel right. like, right. uh, was a bit of imperfect in my mind. I would have ended it there, sure, but obviously, yeah. obviously yeah. the, the real scenario is, you know, he has these dreams to do this, but like maybe we don't actually see, because it didn't end it on that note. Yeah, we potentially don't know if that's a reality. It's kind of like the Inception thing, yeah. where like we never saw the totem fall. So you know, was that All actually? Yeah, yeah. It's it's that it's that scenario where we don't really know what happened, but we can hope that they got there. Maybe right, right. So yeah, that that was like a whole like. A, sad moment that's also why i thought the whole rock was that the whole metaphor for the rock was basically that uh he was bound or he that was the whole goal hopefully at the end to basically do this to to get wealthy to, to in order to basically right the wrongs basically but right obviously we don't know if that actually occurred and you know scenarios but yeah that's where the film leaves us and it's kind of like uh oh man I hope, but like, yeah, that's that's part of the reason why too that I never really lost faith in this family because again they're the main characters and we you know rode this ride with them, and yeah they were pushed into these bad scenarios where you know obviously 
let alone, you know, you shouldn't do. But like, I never really felt they were bad people because of it. It's more like uh, they were put in these scenarios and they had to like uh, solve them somehow. You know, they were they're trying to fight in some way to basically get a life. You know, and um, yeah, that's why I was never like, okay, uh, I don't want to see them uh, succeed. Basically, I was like, on, I was on board for them. It wasn't like a uh, like uh, a scenario where like uh, you you start to turn on them. It's kind of like um, like uh, I want to say like in Breaking Bad, you know, you start to turn on uh, Walter White. Uh, maybe you know, technically that's uh, personal preference too. But like, sure, uh, yeah, in my mind, I never turned on on these uh, this family. You're right, and and I think going going back to just like the whole the way that the film ended and how we got to see like this, you know, um, idea of what that what that uh that future could be. Or what like the ending could be. I thought for me when I was watching that, it went back to the idea of the conversation with the plan, because it was the plan that we got to see, but probably not the one that's going to actually happen. Because plan, like like he's mentioned, mm. the plan ever goes to plan, and um, I remember that scene when I saw that. So I was like, it okay, came that yeah. idea, that message came back of, um, yes, like he's planning. And he has this. He has this plan, but more than likely, it's uh, not going to come to fruition. And yeah, like again, because like he just does not have that. He doesn't even have that chance to plan. And obviously, like we're just like uh, this. You know, how is it ever going to happen? And that's not what we're supposed to be thinking about. Um, but like, it was sad that we were left with this this idea of like. Well, how is the father going to receive this letter, and how is he going to know about the plan, and how is that going to happen, or is the son just simply writing this for his own, his own thoughts, so he can have some kind of closure, like have some kind of, um, you know, let's have some kind of plan, but but will it actually happen, and and then like that that was a sad thing about it, and I think. Like all those like feelings of the conversation that had happened prior, of the idea, the ideas of plans. It it came back in the scene, um, yeah, and it was it was hard. It was definitely a difficult like scene because you want it to happen, and, um, yeah, because like I'm saying, I think by the end, I think there is this feeling of you are kind of with them again, but I think that there was a point where I lost them. But I think at this point, you kind of do want them to reunite. You want to, um, like, no matter like what they did and whatnot, it, it, there is this, you know, this inner visceral feeling that you want them to reunite. But um, yeah, we just don't know if it's going to happen. All right. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was, uh, I was good. Uh, it was funny at the beginning. Then it just like hits you with a seriousness <laughs> a punch basically, and uh, then by the end uh, you're sad, and uh, it's like a, another like a roller coaster ride uh, in some ways. But no, no, I thought again, uh, 2019 film probably the most recent film we watched. Right, I thought it was really good. Um, I I definitely recommend people watch it. I, I wasn't like uh, I don't think I was bored ever really. And uh, yeah, that's uh, good. Um, yeah, I definitely was different from what I originally thought it was going to be when I saw like just the the promotional posters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, ultimately it was like, uh, no, 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 it's a, it's a good film. I think people should watch it. Yeah. I, I'll admit, I think I wasn't as fond of it the first time. I think the second time around, I felt differently. I think it was just simply because I just noticed more of like, I noticed more of the ideas at play, especially like when it came to the the father of our main characters. I, I didn't realize how much he was always like in the sidelines or always being put down. And it made me feel bad when I rewatched it the second time of, um, man, uh, this guy actually like has taken a beating from like a, you know, just like a, not a literal beating, but a, a figural one where it just, you, you don't, you don't like seeing that. And it, it hurts in that way. And it's just like, it was just building the entire film and I think because of me noticing that the second time, uh, I was like, "Oh, this!" I didn't realize it was here this early because it's 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 as early as like when they were making the pizza boxes, and I never even noticed that. And I was like, "I can I can appreciate that. I can appreciate the fact that they, you know, they the the film like plants this idea from the very beginning, which I think a good film's supposed to. Like I've always said, I think if you can." You don't necessarily have to have the whole film figured out in the first 15 minutes. But if you can get a sense of, you know, the messages and the ideas at play, which I think this film does do, I appreciate that. I would also say that, like, um, I don't even think it's just the the father. I think it's the whole family. Right, yeah. It's just uh, I think they get right uh, the bad end of the stick basically the whole entire time. But, yeah, again, that's what, like, that's what solidifies me and like never giving up for them technically, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand uh, where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there we have it, Bong Joon Ho's South Korean black comedy thriller *Parasite*. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of *The End Credits*. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The End Credits Podcast and over on Twitter at The End Credits. If you're watching the video version, make sure to subscribe to The End Credits YouTube channel. That's it. Thank you and goodbye.